0: To the to Make it what's up, everybody, and welcome to the newest edition of the Minorities Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. With me, as usual,
1: is my biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. How's it going, everybody? So what's
0: going on, man? What you been up to this week?
1: Oh, man, I finally saw uh, Across the Spider-Verse the other <laughs> night. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of lit. Yeah, it is. Right? I only have one gripe. What's up? Not enough Miguel O'Hara. Well, dang it. We need
0: more Mexi Spidey. Wait, 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 hold on. He's been in
1: there in a big chunk of it, man. Like, yeah. I mean, he was like a major major part in everything. Come on, let's say see, like what was it called? Um, the chase yeah, and everything. That was a
0: big plot hole yeah. it, for me though. Yeah. The big plot hole was if you're a fan of the book, um, miles's father is not Morales. And I did notice in that, the that movie, they, they 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 made his last made his name, name Morales. Morales so everything. they've changed Miles Morales from being half Puerto Rican to being full Puerto Rican, I guess now, because his no, I, didn't, I didn't I
1: didn't catch that actually. Why would his
0: father be Morales? I
1: don't know, but it I don't know, <laughs> that's a good question, but his like his like uh his biraciality is still like uh represented. Yeah, right? but, just by, yeah. but
0: he he's he he could be Afro-Puerto Rican just hey. because his father's Dark hey, skin um, doesn't make him not Puerto Rican.
1: A rose by any other name just smells just I, as sweet. I'm
0: just saying, because if you're going to change his father's name to Morales, then mm-hmm. you have to change his origin to be that he's Afro-Puerto Rican and he's not uh, black, as they want to say. Uh, he think, could he could be Afro-Caribbean, mm-hmm. but he's not black.
1: Well, here's the thing, though, is like, you know, he's still like represented as Afro in everything. I understand
0: what you're saying. Yeah, but wait, let me it.
1: finish, let me finish. But you're saying, like, you know, because of, like, the father's name change, that negates his, like, you know, biracial... biracial. um, I'm I'm
0: biracial, but I'm still Puerto Rican. What I'm saying is that he could be... His father could be Mm -hmm. black, but he's Mm -hmm. not... Like, what they like to refer to as African-American. Or Mm -hmm. Because if you're changing his name, you're changing the whole dynamic of the character. You can't just say, oh, his last name's Morales, but he's Mm -hmm. actually African-American.
1: Well, it could also could be (laughs) because, you know... He just took the, uh, the wife's name because there are guys that do do that. Very, However-
0: ra- very rarely is a New York police officer going to take his wife's last name.
1: Yeah, well, well, this is a comic uh, anyway, book ma- movie, though.
0: But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that they've kind of changed the whole dynamic of it, and it's because of the mm-hmm. fact that since he is named Miles Morales, mm-hmm. I always had an issue with that in the comic book. So that mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, his father's black and his mother's Puerto Rican. I said, mm-hmm. wait, but his name is Miles Morales. So mm-hmm. basically, you're saying that his father abandoned mm-hmm. the family and he took
1: his mother's last name. Uh, it's kind of what they that's, insinuate. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch, though. It, it is. I just because love the, yeah.
0: Traditionally, in some Latin American countries, a kid gets to pick his last name, but he carries mm-hmm. par- both parents last name mm-hmm. until he gets to the age where they or he or she get to the age where they decide what name they want to go with. Mm-hmm. What last name. That's in most Latin American countries. However, mm-hmm. that's not the tradition being Puerto Rican, especially not one from New York.
1: Right. Well you're looking at it from like a story standpoint. No, I do I'm believe it's a bit hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus, the interrupting. Hold on. It's honestly a, from a marketing perspective because like Miles Morales is a major character in terms of representation not just for um, Hispanic and black, but biracial. And I always felt like you know speaking as a biracial person, they've always been under under-represent, uh, so rep, rep, underrepresented edit that out please uh, but but, uh, but with his the name like it the last name Mor- uh, Morales. Has more like importance to it, I guess, in a way of saying than Davis. Because they just called him Miles Davis. Oh shit! Now, <laughs> no, okay, now we know no. why they changed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, but, we, yeah, but no, like, but like Morales, yeah. that's like, like you know, more like an impact to his name and everything. So that's why I believe, like, that's why they they emphasize like uh, Morales rather than Davis.
0: That's way too much explanation for the fact that they fucked up.
1: No, they, mo- no more no. explanation than yours. <laughs>
0: What are you talking about? You're going like is very simplistic. They changed his father's ethnicity. My because mine is simplistic
1: as well. It's marketing. Nah,
0: I don't think so. I think they just wanted to show that, unlike the comic books, they're trying to say that the father was part of the family mm-hmm. and that there's still a whole family. So, they, which it makes it even more of a plot hole because his father is Morales, but his brother is Davis. Yeah, because his brother in the movie. So if you kind of go into it. And go deeper and dive into it. Mm-hmm. So they're saying they're half brothers; they're not full brothers, and the the dad is at least half Latino because his name, his last name, is Morales. So it kind of gets all convoluted. They should have just explained it as the father's last name is Davis, but they've given Miles his uh, his mother's last name. Boom, simple as that. Or not so, change it at in, in change place. But in changing the father's name, they kind of muddled the whole fucking thing.
1: Eh they should
0: have just kept it as is I
1: disagree honestly no, I, I don't I mean because it, because it's like I don't know it almost sounds like you're creating the narrative right there just from like the name change no, like they didn't establish that well
0: right because it is a big deal to change the name
1: well it, I didn't well, what's it called it, like, you, I didn't,
0: you can't change a character's name and they mm-hmm. go oh don't worry about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm not saying like it's not a big deal to change the name. I'm saying like there's like you there's like this convoluted, convoluted explanation why it happened and everything. Honestly, it's just um, I, it's just like a, a slight on their uh, ner- uh, what's it called? I think it's honestly like a plot hole at most. Like, why would they change the name? Well, that's what I said originally. It was a plot hole. Why would you change the father's name? Right. I'm saying it's a plot hole, but then you're saying like, oh, well, now it sounds like they're half-brothers and da-da and all that. It sounds like like headcanon.
0: And simply changing the name, you create all of that. And you create the plot hole, but you also Mm. create another narrative because Mm -hmm. you're you're changing the story completely just by changing his name Mm -hmm. instead of just leaving it as is.
1: I felt that they should have left it as it is, just left it as Davis. I agree with yeah. you. But
0: what I'm saying, yeah. in changing the name, they mm-hmm. kind of convoluted the whole story. Mm-hmm. So the two brothers have different last names. Well, and but and you're trying to tell us that his father is mm-hmm. American Black, mm-hmm. but he has the last name Morales. Right. It kind of just fucks the whole thing up.
1: Well, my simple explanation, because we definitely have to get back to the show. My simple explanation is that he, that um, Jefferson, like, took the name Morales as respect for his wife Simple as that. There are uh, guys, there are men out there that take their wife's name.
0: See, but you're you're making your own narrative. So are you. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're just, how, how am I creating a narrative when they changed his last name?
1: You're making a narrative because you're saying like, oh, they're not really brothers no, you're, then.
0: You're creating a narrative because you want it to say, oh, nope, he's black. He took his wife's name. He That's it. He
1: is black. He just simply <laughs> took his wife's
0: <laughs> last name. You're hey, the, you're, see, you're creating a narrative because there's no place that they say that. So are
1: you. You're, we're doing the same thing, no. bro. No. We are creating like no, our no, no, own no, narratives no, no.
0: when they change the name they change the character that's mm-hmm. like if you called bruce wayne clark kent mm-hmm. okay so what is he superman or is he batman you go mm-hmm. yes no which one is he uh-huh
1: yeah uh, that's a bit different <laughs> no, it's because not. you take you're switching two names of two iconic characters and
0: you're changing his name so yeah. you're changing his character
1: you're not changing his character though that's the thing, though, because what's it called? <laughs> you are. It, it's it's not the same thing because, like, okay, Clark Kent and, ba- and Batman and like a uh, Bruce Wayne and everything. Those are switching two names of two different iconic characters. And you've
0: changed his name, so you're switching his character.
1: No, he's still a black cop. He's still like. He's a-
0: he, he unless they say, "Oh, I took my wife's last name," he's no longer a black cop. And unless they say, "Oh, <laughs> me
1: and Aaron are not ex- exactly full uh, full brothers; we're half brothers." Then
0: they have a different last name. N- no, it's the- more. It's more of of a of a. I, a you can draw a conclusion more yeah. that he has the last name Morales, yeah. and they're half brothers than saying he took his wife's last name. Yeah, because but, you're talking about something that happens, point zero 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 one percent of the time.
1: Have you ever heard of the term the concept of maiden name? I don't know how it is for husbands, but but, but it, it could be as simple as that.
0: See, you're, you're creating, like you said, you're creating a narrative to keep him black and that's fine. That's oh okay. That no, is, you're you're, you're, yes, because that's what you're doing.
1: Wait, I'm not, wait, 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 because, because you're no. you, but you're, you're saying like, you're making a narrative to say like, oh, him and his, uh, because uh the brother, they changed him and his brother his are,
0: name.
1: Yeah. But they that did, doesn't mean that he, that him and his brother are not like full brothers again, bro. He could have <laughs> just said, he could have, you could laugh all you want, but he could, you know, it could have just be simply as, you know. I took my wife's name, and you know, you could call that creating a narrative all you want, but it's no different from saying like, "Oh, he's not really black now because he has." I didn't his say wife's he life. wasn't
0: really black. I said he's not American black. Puerto mm-hmm. Rican. There's Puerto Rican blacks too. Mm-hmm. So, but what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that you're no longer creating the narrative that his father is an American black if you're changing his
1: name. Oh my God, dude! People can change their names all the time, bro. That doesn't take away the fact that they are that. Uh, that uh nationality i mean come on look at uh what's what's his face david chase the creator of sopranos he's a he's full-blooded italian but the name david chase doesn't sound italian
0: (laughs) but that's okay you're saying that to, to keep the narrative that he's black you can't say that because at no time in either movie did they say oh i took my wife's last name at no time, but they literally changed his name. So in changing his name, unless you specifically say he took his wife's last name, you're creating the narrative that that character is no longer an American black man because you're giving him a Latino last name without without creating the descriptive to saying he took his wife's last name.
1: You're, so you, yeah. you're
0: you're completely changing his character. You're
1: doing the same thing, bro. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You just oh said, my "Oh, God. you are." You just don't have. <laughs> I sort of like your lack of self-awareness scares me sometimes. No, I'm not because you did. You just made this whole backstory about how they're not really like you know full-blooded brothers. They're only half brothers because one is Davis and the other is Morales. They're we're, they're were both. Born as Davis. And you're ex- he's excusing just it, it. And you're excusing it by saying
0: he took his wife's last name without having that information. Same with you. No. You don't have that information <laughs>
1: unless Aaron said to Miles, hey, guess what? You and your dad, uh, you know, my dad, your dad and I, we're not really full brothers. We're half brothers. He's something, you know, he's like a half a yeah, Puerto Rican. Everything. How many
0: brothers do you know that have two different last names that are half brothers?
1: I didn't say that. But you exactly. just yeah. So but but you're saying like but you know you just create this narrative without it actually being on screen. So are you? I didn't say I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying an explanation.
0: In changing a character's name, you completely change their backstory mm. because you're you're no longer having that same character. I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. If mm-hmm. you gave Bruce Wayne another name, mm-hmm. or if you made another guy, it his name from Batman. Or, or excuse me, say he's no longer Bruce Wayne. He's uh, Bruce Addison. Mm-hmm. So you changing his whole backstory if you're not if you're changing his name, mm-hmm. you're changing the character, the basis of the character, mm-hmm. and there's a lot to do in a name. A lot mm-hmm. has to do with the character's name.
1: Mm-hmm. But so I mean, so changing
0: it from the comic book. Well, hold on, okay. and since it's a whole multiverse thing, so who do you? How do you even know that the the uh, the universe that's supposed to be in the movies is the same one as the comic book?
1: Actually, maybe that's an Explanation. Now we're t- talking about multiverses, and now his la- his uh, father's it's, last name is Morales. Maybe that's a hint. Because uh, by the way, uh, spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. So the movie ends as to be continued, and which kind
0: of pissed me off. I didn't know it was a two parter. Yeah, I went into it thinking that uh, that uh, I was going to have an ending to the movie. Well, and all of a sudden, I'm like, ha, ah, sucker.
1: Well, somebody semi spoiled it for me. Um, they said like, oh, it's a two parter, but. I went in. Well, they're they, a dick. Oh, yeah. Well, it's one of those, like, when you overhear it. Because, yeah. you know, I was at Fan Fusion, and, oh. and I overheard it. I was like, oh, god damn it. But I still went in with no expectations. Maybe it was a two-parter as in, like, okay, it's going to end this chapter, yeah. and it's back-to-back. Because, back. like, they film movies like that back-to-back. Back, yeah, everything. but this
0: one you got to wait almost half a year yeah. or more. Which is all right. Did you? And did you see what remember when I when you posted that uh, mm-hmm. drawing of him with yeah, the Nikes? That now was you see what of, I meant yeah. by uh, it being kind of a spoiler, right?
1: With uh, him becoming Prowler, exactly. And think, but that that now they were the Prowler colors, yeah. That was an out of context spoiler, though. I deleted it, it just in case because now people are gonna be like, wait, what?
0: It, it is because mm-hmm. that's why when I saw it, I was like, oh, purple and green, they made Prowler, yeah
1: nikes you gotta be careful when you say spoilers because sometimes it's not and then you get these people in a frenzy like i remember (laughs) remember remember the uh what do you call it i
0: love when nerds get mad
1: okay you're gonna love this dude spoiler you're gonna love this i remember um i posted a um out of context clip from the batman ninja turtles movie oh boy and it's batman treating the ninja turtles to pizza uh we all know the turtles love pizza yeah, yeah. I mean, so one of my friends on Facebook says, "Dude, spoiler." I'm like,
0: "How's that? Spo- how's that spoiler? How, how's that spoiler?" It's literally
1: the last joke in the movie. Well, it was out of context. It wouldn't have been a spoiler if you didn't just say that. So yeah. now you just spoiled it. <laughs> That's,
0: I laugh when fucking mm. nerds get all mad. Mm. Dude, spoiler alert! Mm. Uh, that movie's like eight months
1: old, bro. What, what did what did they say? Two two weeks. Then you can do spoilers. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, careful, careful, guys. Gus doesn't care for your rules. <laughs> uh, I don't even care. No, it, but no, fun. there was supposed to be like an official like time uh, frame or something.
0: What's even funnier is when it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. But some people are assholes about it. Like, oh, yeah. They're, they're uh, I guess you can call them spoiler trolls. Yeah. Because what they'll do is they'll fucking immediately start posting shit about it. Can you believe XYZ died? Yeah. In I'm like, really, dickhead? Well, wait, so it's like, I never understood that. Like, what do you get out of it? Uh, it, like I, the saddest. It, okay, the negative attention. So you're a the, loser. I mean, base. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, people. <laughs> there's some people who don't care if it's negative or positive attention. They just want the
1: attention. That's sad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like uh, recently, someone made a post about a the, a comic con that was coming up, mm-hmm. and they were mad because. Uh, photographers were not getting free tickets to go in as media, so they mm-hmm. can get free pictures taking, taken of themselves. Mm-hmm. I was like, so it was very self like uh, self self gratifying. I yeah. guess you could Crowd say. Crowd chasing, if you yeah. want. Yeah, it was. Oh, it wasn't about that. They weren't letting in quote unquote media. Mm-hmm. Dude, any guy that fucking has twenty bucks in a fucking uh, GoDaddy account, all of a sudden they're <laughs> media. Because right. I have a, I have a, I have a uh, cosplay website that I put like pictures of women. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like that one dude, remember that one guy? Oh mine's gonna be different. It's gonna be all kinds of people. Right. You know, especially people of color. I was like, Really? Is why why is your eighty percent of your website then white women have <laughs> naked? I don't I don't understand, bro.
1: He got mad at me. Well, <laughs> oh, it was God. different because hello, the watermark Come oh. on, Gus. Get it together. Oh, dude.
0: They all use it to try to get a date. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Remember, but, but speaking of that, important dates.
0: Remember that one person? Yeah. And I'll leave it at this and so we can go into yeah. it. That one person that uh, we knew. hmm that uh, wanted to date girls that he took half-naked pictures of after the fact. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Bro, you can't ask them to do boudoir pictures then ask them out." Yeah, that's that's not, just, that's not how that works. Yeah,
1: yeah. That, you, no, now you just look <laughs> like a creep because you're taking advantage yeah. of them. because when well, they gave you the trust to fil- to uh, photograph them in boudoir fo- uh, yeah. photos, which as you folks you know may or may not know. You know lingerie scantily clad basically you know sometimes naked sometimes naked basically you know showing themselves and it takes a lot of courage to do it yeah so for just imagine you do that you finally get up the motivation as well as the courage to do it yeah and then all of a sudden your photographers like say what's your situation
0: oh we've got some great pictures you want to go out right now that you've seen me half naked now you want
1: to entrapment (laughs) Hey. Th- that is totally entrapment. Speaking
0: of which, I would do a George Costanza
1: boudoir picture. Oh, God, with the, with the <laughs> boxers? I mean, you have a couch right there. So. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. speaking of dates, we are yeah. going to talk about today. We're going to take a quick break, but we're mm. going to get into our topic of Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. It's coming up in a few days, and we want to go ahead and talk about it, tell you some of the history of it and the reason why mm-hmm. it is uh, so recognized and actually should be more recognized. Mm-hmm. So Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back.
1: Hey guys, this is Jesse from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out MI Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life
0: mi gente thank you guys for hanging out with us so we are back and we're talking about Juneteenth Juneteenth is coming up here in a few days and as uh, if many of you don't know it's June 19th hence the name Juneteenth uh, what it is it is a remembrance day I don't want to call it a day of celebration because a lot of people uh, want to call it that I mean it is and it is and I think it's a more of a day of remembrance because yeah. what happened was after Lincoln passed the Emancipation Proclamation which was signed, into law, June 1st, 1863. That's what created the 13th Amendment. Uh, we'll go, Jay, if you look up the 13th Amendment, I'll let you go into it a little bit. But yeah. just to give you an overview, mm-hmm. June 19th, 1865. Okay, remember what I just said. January 1st, 1863, mm-hmm. That the 13th Amendment was signed into law. Mm-hmm. June 19th, 1865. So you're talking about... Mm-hmm. Two and a half years later, right, is when Texas finally got the word. Uh, because some 2,000 Union troops, uh, that uh, arrived in uh, Galveston Bay in Texas, mm-hmm. finally told Texas, Hey, uh, why y'all still got slaves,
1: right? Yeah, that was actually, <laughs> yeah, so that that order. Um, was issued by Union General Gordon Granger. Yeah. And yeah, it June 19th, 1865 upon uh, arriving at Galveston, Texas at the end of the Mer- uh, American Civil War. But yeah, so... Um, at the end? Um, yeah.
0: It was two and a half years after.
1: I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, but no, it was called General Order No. 3 and it was a legal, an American legal decree right. uh, enforcing the uh, emancipation, emancipation Proclamation. Try to, to say that, that twice. Five, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, it was issued by um, United States States President Abraham Lincoln and the proclamation changed the legal status of more than 3.5 million enslaved African Americans in the secessionist uh, Confederate states from enslaved to free. So, as soon as the slaves escaped the control of their enslavers, either by fleeing to like you know the Union lines or through the advance of like federal troops, they were permanently free. In addition right. to that, the um, proclamation allowed for former slaves to be received into the armed service of the United States. So that was a big one. So that gave them the choice to become enlisted as opposed to them just forcing them into a listing. Well, yeah.
0: they they gave them a choice where before uh, when they joined uh, the Union Army, or some of them have actually joined the Confederate Army, mm-hmm. what they did was tell them, oh, yeah, we promise, after the war,
1: you're going to be free. No worries. Yeah, that still wasn't a choice, though. <laughs> that was entrapment. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but no, with this one, they were given, like... Either choice they made, they were still free as opposed to, oh yeah, if you join us, you'll get freedom. Wink. So uh,
0: do And the thing is, is like, yo, you go back and you look at it and uh, there were over 250,000 people in Texas who were still being enslaved mm-hmm. two and a half years mm-hmm. after they were, they were free.
1: So with the uh, emancipation was a big, big step, but there was more to do. Um, with like uh, helping, like you know, free the slaves and everything, because right. that that it only freed a big chunk of the uh, of slaves. There were still ones that were still like in chains and everything.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the thing is that a lot of people still held out and tried to not let them let my people go Mm -hmm. they they still tried to hold on to that and looks like texas i don't know if the government in texas knew or not Mm -hmm. uh that the war was over and the 13th amendment was signed Mm -hmm. but they're kind of dicks if they did and well it's texas yeah has it really changed
1: much (laughs) not really but like it's um but yeah so like the early celebrations of um of um, Juneteenth, they right. date back to 1866, and they were basically they were cookouts. You know, they were church-centered community gatherings in Texas. So yeah. Texas was pretty much like the uh, the um, starting point of I the mean, celebration. Yeah, because yeah. that's
0: that's where it finally ended. Right now, just to clarify something that I, I may have misspoke before, mm-hmm. the Thirteenth Amendment of the Constitution was actually ratified in in 1865 in the mm-hmm. aftermath of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. That's what finally abolished slavery in the United States. Uh, however, in June of 1865, by then, it was already signed. And uh, in June of, I mean, excuse me, January of 1863 is when the approxim, uh, the uh, wow. Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, you go to Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, say yeah. that. I remember, three yeah. times fast. Say EP. Let's go. The- <laughs> <laughs> the ep yeah okay no so anyway it was it was declared in in january 1st 1863 but again it wasn't ratified until 1865 Mm -hmm. obviously because the civil war was going on right so you couldn't really pass an amendment with half the country uh fighting against the other half right
1: so you know it did take you know there were some uh wrenches thrown into the plans and everything yeah but um over time they spread across the south and became more commercialized in the 1920s and uh, 30s yeah. and it's you know a food festival and everything and um oh and fun fact is that uh, participants in the great migration mm-hmm. um helped with um what's it called bringing these celebrations to the rest of the country so as you folks uh, may or may not know the great uh, migration also known as the great northward migration the black migration was a movement of six million african americans out of rural southern united states to like you know northeast midwest and west basically like going to freedom and everything right so yeah um so yeah that helped with that and then um the civil rights movement in the 1960s um you know the celebration the celebrations were eclipsed by the civil rights movement like the nonviolent. um demonstrations right. to achieve civil rights and everything so yeah I, it's understandable because it's hard to do like a cookout when you know there's you know violence going on in the streets and everything so, right well yeah. i mean
0: it's also uh it, it it's kind of i guess making it a holiday I mean, it was a miracle that some of the parts of the country accepted Mm -hmm. uh, MLK Day to be a federal holiday. And that took a long time. Oh, bro, the state of Arizona didn't even recognize it until the early 2000s. And then even even with that, they said, well, we're not giving you the day off, but you could still have a holiday for it baby steps i guess (laughs) (laughs) that's why most employers if you go they they don't let you take off president's day and mlk day you Mm. have to choose one or the other that you can take off as a or they give it to you as what they call a floating holiday Mm -hmm. and you can take it whenever you want
1: yeah
0: Uh, bro i remember in new york growing up we had 175 i think fucking holidays right in school we used to get off every jewish holiday we Mm -hmm. used to get off president's day I'm so old. I remember when it was two different holidays. You used mm-hmm. to get off Washington's birthday mm-hmm. and Lincoln's birthday.
1: That's how it was in like the, the West Coast because I went to you know elementary school in San Diego, and we pretty much had like a break almost every month. I heard that. Oh, yeah.
0: I heard that means whale's vagina. San, San Diego. San Diego.
1: <laughs> okay, bro. If you're getting like your di- your uh, your information from like anch- from, like anchorman of all people. He goes, San Diego. Goes, that means whale's vagina. vagina. Right. I, don't, I
0: don't think that's what that means, Ron. right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? You're a smelly pirate hooker. <laughs> Dude, I love. I love I lost in what he called her right. a smelly pirate hooker.
1: I love the fact that we're having a uh, discussion about June uh, 13th. Did you bring up <laughs> one of the whitest people in Hollywood?
0: <laughs> Wait, well, Farrell's white?
1: Yeah, just a scotch. <laughs> anyway, go back yeah. to
0: Juneteenth. So, yeah. yeah, it became kind of a celebration. Dude, mm-hmm. the guy they give credit for naming it is actually named Wesley Johnson. Yeah. Was, I don't know if he would if give him credit for, like, coming up with something kind of unique, call it Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Or he was just lazy and didn't want to say June 19th and just smashed it all together.
1: Yeah, either way, it just flows off it's the gun yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
0: And the funny thing is that much like Kwanzaa,
1: mm-hmm. I really didn't
0: know it growing up because nobody mm. really ever spoke about it. Because, mm-hmm. like, because just like, you know, all these right wingers that try to say CRT is being taught in school. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, they didn't teach me about half this shit when I was in school. What right. are you talking about? Yeah. I never knew about Juneteenth.
1: Right. right. I knew about it. Of course, you know, being black and everything, you know, that was our holiday and whatnot. However, what confused me as a kid is that why isn't it held in the same regard as Columbus Day? or Washington's birthday. You why? know why. Well, I was a kid, <laughs> duh. I didn't know that. Now looking back, it's like, oh, okay. That makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they'll, they'll celebrate Columbus of all people, but not the uh, um, freeing of slaves.
0: You mean the, the colonizing rapists? Yeah, uh,
1: the uh, the guy that claimed that he was the first person there, as he <laughs> shoved away the person that was already there. Bro, the funny
0: thing is, Columbus never even made it to the mainland. Right, and the closest he got was like the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. He never made it. Yeah, you know, unfortunately. Oh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. just side side try real quick. Twenty three of mm-hmm. me came up, and they made an update. Mm-hmm. I I am uh fifteen percent indigenous, but it's they they narrowed it down that my indigenous background comes from the Tainos Mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico back when it was called Borinquen Mm -hmm. that's what the name of it was the Mm -hmm. Tainos called it Mm Borinquen then of course the Europeans came and believe it or not the original name was called San Juan Yeah, San San Juan. Uh It was called San Juan, and then it was changed to Puerto Rico because yeah, Europeans suck.
1: Anyway, true. Uh, So going back to
0: Juneteenth. Yeah. So it it became a celebration Mm -hmm. uh, because the fact that now the whole country knew that slavery was abolished. Yeah. The crazy part about it, it kind of explains a lot if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Blacks and people of color, well, not Latinos, but blacks Mm -hmm. mainly. If you go back in history, they kind of don't show up on the west of Texas until yeah. later on. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense because a lot of the states that are in the west, like uh, California, Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona, mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado, New Mexico, yeah. they were all part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And Mexico didn't have slavery, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Right. Uh, well, black slaves or African slaves. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, all the history... Doesn't really show blacks mm. or Africans out west. There's right. very few, yeah. you know. Like you had the dudes that were black cowboys, but I think that was mostly like in Texas and shit. Yeah, not far west.
1: There is a lot of uh, black history that still hasn't been like uh, shown to the public. What are you like, talking about, yeah. CRT, bro? Right. <laughs> but no, like I mean, like you know, there were like you know, um, you know, black people in China. Um, you know, black people in Japan, like you know Yasuke, the um, oh the, the black, black samurai. samurai. Yep. Yeah, dude, um, how
0: come they haven't made that into a movie yet?
1: It's funny you mention that black because samurai? because uh, yeah, it's because Jim <laughs> Kelly, no, <Jerry>. but no, <laughs> there actually was in the works of a Yasuke movie no that was going to be um, uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, may he rest in power, was going to play Yasuke.
0: I could see Edris Elba. I could see him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but Chadwick would have fucking rocked that role. And it's a story that I've been interested in a long time. And I, I, I still hope that they um, go forward with that Wait, movie.
0: Wait, I think they didn't remake it. I think they did make it mm. with Tom Cruise.
1: Oh, psh, The last. <laughs> the last samurai. <laughs> you got the give with Brad Pitt, and now you got the last samurai of Tom Cruise. I mean, Hollywood's crazy. Yeah.
0: What's next? The last on Earth with Tom oh, Hanks. I'll say
1: it for you. The last nigga on Earth starring Tom Hanks. I mean, they had Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal, so that's not far off. Wait,
0: he's not Persian?
1: No. <laughs> he's about as Persian as, you know, fucking like A.C. Slater is. See, I <laughs> like
0: a lot of the times now that movies are being called out for that, for oh, yeah. like whitewashing. Whitewashing, yeah, yeah. But also the fact that a lot of movie companies are now using people of that persuasion to to uh, yeah. do the voices. Like, going back to uh, across the Spider-Verse real quick, mm. you have a Latino doing the voice of the half-Latino Spider-Man.
1: Oh, no, um, uh, he's, um, you know, my Miles,
0: right, yeah, Miles. Oh, his, uh, no, 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 the, the actor. no, Miguel O'Hara, Miguel O'Hara. The, it's Oscar Isaac. Oscar yeah. Isaac's Latino. Yeah, yeah. oh, you yeah, so, don't know that, yeah, yeah. So Oscar Isaac is, I believe, he's Chilean mm-hmm. or uh, or Honduran, one of the two. But anyway, and then you got the Indian dude from Deadpool.
1: Oh yeah, um, uh, Kum- uh, Kumari Sony. Yeah, yeah. He does
0: the voice of the Indian Spider Man, mm-hmm. and then the they actually have a real English black man doing the voice of an English black youth.
1: Uh, David, I can't pronounce his last name, but we all call him in the black community. We call him as Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah, Get Out. He's Get Out. <laughs> oh, oh. So a uh, quick thing about Oscar: yeah. uh, Guatemalan, Guatemalan, and Cuban.
0: That's what it is. Yeah. But I knew he was Latino. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, so yeah. yeah. He, dude, he's like he's been in like eighteen different Marvel movies. I think
1: he's. Been like the nerd daddy, you know, because because you know, starting with Sucker Punch, and then now he was in um, Star Wars, now he's in like Marvel, um, like the MCU, and now the Sony Marvel, he was in X Men. He Don't was forget, yeah. he
0: was in he was I he was Isaac Ooze. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, Ivan Ooze.
1: Ivan Ooze. <laughs>
0: he was the Ivan Ooze Apocalypse.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he I blocked I block out most of the X Men movies anyway. Oh, but did you hear yeah.
0: they're coming back? Halle Berry, uh James, what's this, Martison and uh Femka Jensen?
1: Oh really? They're gonna be in the MCU as Oh the yeah, they're mind. doing that whole like time yeah, shift and yeah. everything. But anyway, but yeah, anyway yeah. so Juneteenth became
0: yeah. a bigger and bigger celebration. The reason why I don't know, mm-hmm. it hasn't become a federal holiday yet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we all know why.
1: But anyway, well, so um, so there's like a bit of a timeline and everything. So the uh, let's go to um, 1936. So from 1936 to 1951, the Texas State Fair served as the destination for celebrating juneteenth so yeah. that was like the fir- like the major place to celebrate the holiday um and that did help contribute to his revival because um just a quick note before 1936 you know they were dealing with the great depression right and the great depression threw a massive wrench in the juneteenth um festivities because how can you celebrate when you know you're too broke to um you know afford eat. like eat clothing and all that so not exactly a good time no. for celebration it was kind of like you know when they canceled all of like um the the music festivals during covid yeah yeah so it's just like bad timing so um So the revival started during that time, 1936, Mm -hmm. and it was Antonio Maceo Smith. He was an educator and the head of the Dallas Chambers of Commerce, led efforts to um, help promote Juneteenth and its timeline by creating a Hall of Negro Life at the Texas Centennial Exposition. So shockingly, there was opposition against that uh, no. state. What? Sta- right. So state organizers refused um, refused to have that. So Smith goes over their heads and was in and, um, was able to get to the go-, uh, go to the government, present to them the Hall of Negro Life, and was granted a thousand dollar grant to build the hall. And then, in thousand
0: dollars well, 19- in what year?
1: Uh, around like nineteen thirty six. So nineteen thirty six. Yeah, well,
0: wonder, I'm gonna go ahead and look at what that would be. Today. Right, right.
1: So while you do that, I'm um, yeah. just gonna say so in nineteen thirty six, an estimated one hundred fifty thousand to two hundred thousand people joined at the holiday celebration there. And then two years later, the governor of Texas at the time, James uh, Alred, um, pretty much like you know, sent uh, lent his support to. Um, to the festivities and everything and then so in the late 1970s like like you know shooting forward a bit um, when the Texas legislator declared Juneteenth a national holiday of significance, particularly right. to the uh, to the blacks of Texas, it became the first state to establish Juneteenth as a as a state holiday.
0: So, real quick, mm-hmm. that nineteen thirty six thousand dollars in today's money mm-hmm. would be twenty one thousand eight hundred twenty four dollars and sixty eight cents. Yep. So the the white government gave a, a former black slave. $22,000
1: ain't that the best fucking hustle ever <laughs> it's like wow dude yeah. but no it was just a miracle they gave him that much right and so um but also a bill let's see here so so a bill passed through the texas Legislature in 1979 and it was officially made a state holiday on january 1st 1980
0: so right. yeah, uh, wait. Remind me what state it was at in
1: uh, Texas.
0: Texas. Yep. So the state that actually took the longest to abolish slavery was the first one to recognize it as a holiday
1: because the um, black men and women in that state they hustled. Oh like no, they had, no, yeah, I, I yeah. get that, but but, but I, I understand the, like, the irony. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but you know, before two thousand, there. Were Three more states you know u.s states officially observed the day and over the next two decades it was recognized as an f- official observance in uh, all states except south dakota until becoming a federal holiday so juneteenth if you look at it it was like a very underdog holiday because it has so much significance it's important to american history but because a lot of folks did not want to um recognize the fact that slavery happened and also um did not want to basically admit that yeah we had this dark period this dark period in history we're trying to kind of like um squash it you know what i'm saying um but yeah so and um but yeah but so yeah basically it was just like um known for um basically being like you know an underdog underdog holiday and also want to mention um, Albert Eli Edwards, uh, an American politician who served in the Texas Legislature, representing District uh, 146. So he was a big name in helping Juneteenth become the important holiday it is today. Uh, he was known as the principal proponent of the Juneteenth Texas State Holiday, approved in 2007, in which 20, um, in which in 2021 became a federal holiday. So how he approached it. In 1979, he authored and sponsored House Bill 1016, making so, June. No. Wait, wait, wait. Who was this again? This was Albert Eli Edwards.
0: Albert Eli Edwards, okay.
1: Right. Yeah, so he. Um, so the uh, the bill uh, said, like, you know, it, it was basically making June 19th, Juneteenth, a uh, state paid holiday. You know, see, and that's honestly, that's an important step in making like a holiday a holiday is when, um, you know, work, you know, like a different, like, you know, companies and everything recognize it to give like their care, you know, their employees a day off. You as know, well which one?
0: You know, what is the, I think, the, uh, the, the thing that makes it the legit holiday?
1: Mm hmm. Banks closing. Yep. When the banks close, you got yourself a holiday. (laughs)
0: That is a fucking holiday. When the stock exchange, Mm -hmm. when the stock exchange, or the banks close for the day, Mm -hmm. you got yourself a holiday. Yep.
1: Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, but yeah, with the efforts of those uh, gentlemen and everything, they was able to like make Juneteenth, like you know, the holiday, you know, an important holiday. Uh, But also want to like actually going to like describe what the juneteenth traditions are
0: right and before we do that we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we're gonna come at you with spitting some more knowledge on juneteenth we'll be right back hey guys this is junior from make it a combo thanks for listening to the minority Report, but don't forget to listen to our podcast make it a combo where we review movies talk shit and have a good time and our other podcast MIS sled hosted by andrea where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. So we're talking all things Juneteenth from the origins of it, which was when Texas got the last word. Man, that dude must have been traveling really slow to get the word there. (laughs) But before we went on break, Jay, you were talking about that since it became a state holiday in several states. And then last year or year before last, it became a federal holiday. I know during the whole... um, The whole COVID thing, and Mm -hmm. especially doing the uh, George Floyd uh, uprising, the Mm -hmm. the protest, they decided to make it a federal holiday, I believe.
1: Yeah, it was um, through the efforts of um, um, President Biden. um, He passed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act.
0: Wait, you sure? You sure it wasn't Trump? (laughs) (laughs)
1: i can't even make a joke about that i could just laugh i just can't
0: even i can't even say that with a straight face right
1: Uh. he i mean he had the act but it was in his bathroom so he had to look through like the boxes
0: well all i gotta say is uh seven federal indictments
1: (laughs) but yeah so yeah um it was on uh, june 15th 2021 uh uh, state senate um passed the union on Unanimously uh, passed the uh, Junete- uh, Juneteenth National Independence Day Act. And- See, I,
0: I hope it becomes a federal holiday and I do hope that people will start to commemorate it. Mm-hmm. However, please, no Juneteenth white sales.
1: Yes. Because
0: that just sounds
1: wrong. You, yeah. You're talking about like those, like those very <laughs> tone deaf marketing. Yeah. For, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 It's, th-
0: it's kind of like, uh, I know the last two episodes we were talking about the, uh, LGBTQ, mm. uh, I plus community and, and pride. Mm. A lot of companies, I don't know if it's so much that they support pride or they mm. just want to sell shit.
1: They just want to sell shit. Yeah. Because yeah. like
0: Walmart got ice cream. That's got rainbow and it's LGBTQ and mm. all that shit. They sell Walmart of all places sells LGBTQ shirts and yeah. shit. So I don't know how much that, but anyway, yeah, I just don't want Juneteenth to be coming that
1: way. You, you know, I know, I agree. I agree. I hope that, you know, it um, doesn't get overly commercialized like Christmas yeah. or, well, or, or, or Easter. Because
0: I can I I see a shirt right now yeah. in like the African colors, the typical ones they use. Uh, and it says, don't be the last one to get the word. Right. Get it. Right. Because Juneteenth.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> like, now, now I'm just reminded of when, um, And Fresh Prince, Hillary's talk show, when she was like uh, trying to like get in touch with her African roots. Oh God, when
0: she started wearing that stupid hat and...
1: But it wasn't just that. She was like, had like a fashion show of African uh, clothing, which on paper sounds like a great idea. But it was white. She used white models.
0: Oh my god! In Africa, <laughs> dude, that was like okay. That, like I was watching this show and they showed one of those big high-end runway things. Yeah. And bro, they had white dudes in in dread wigs. Yeah.
1: I'm like, no. They look man. like those ones on uh, college campuses <laughs> they, and everything.
0: They look like uh, what was it? What was his name? Willie Wild
1: one? Oh, oh, from a uh, True Romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh but He yeah. also
0: had a, a, a hit record.
1: Yeah. A reggae record. Right. I'm like, Time out. Oh <gasps> no 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 no. I'm sorry. I was thinking Gary Oldman's character. Um, no, you're thinking oh, professional, one right? Of Gary professional, Ol- yeah. Coincidentally, one of Gary Oldman's men, right? He exactly. was a rap. Yeah, he's a Willie
0: Wild one. He yeah. had a reggae song. Yeah. No, Gary Oldman played
1: uh, Drexel.
0: Drexel yeah. in a True Romance, right? He goes, I got uh, was it uh, egg roll to uh, shit? I don't know. Yeah, an
1: egg roll to a damn divine note yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So um. But yeah. So let's just talk about like what. Like, you know, what consists of like a Juneteenth celebration. Hey, Jay. Yeah. Hey, yes, Gus. Hey, how do they celebrate it? I shall tell you so, uh, so <laughs> that, that was that was natural <laughs> so yeah so what, what do we know right I have never learned this before <laughs> but wait there's more um, so yeah so um, so as we uh, as I mentioned earlier you know they're essentially like you know cookouts and everything uh, so it was public readings of the Emancipation, Emancipation Proclamation <laughs> I know it's like I, it sounds like I'm doing a freestyle when I say gonna it
0: gonna be the, burden, the bane of us right, right.
1: Um, singing traditional songs such as Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, um, and Lift Every Voice and Sing, you know, which are two classic uh, um, Negro spirituals. And Lift Every Voice and Sing is like the black national anthem. Bro,
0: I sang that when I was in choir in, in elementary school.
1: Yep. We sung that in church. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember, and, I went
0: to a school that was nothing but POC. hmm Yeah.
1: You're down with the POC? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I have no choice. <laughs> well, yeah, you're kind of <laughs> born into it. <laughs> I, so. I, was yeah. born right. I was born this way. I was born this way. But yeah, so like, uh, so you know, spirituals, you know, such as that, Right. Uh, because like you know, there um, there are prayers of Thanksgiving as well as a prayer thanks, not the feast Thanksgiving, but right. like thankful what, thankfulness and go, everything. Going
0: back, wasn't that wasn't it like made the unofficial uh, black. Well, a Black American uh, theme uh, anthem.
1: Yeah, that's what you said. Well, yeah, no, I yeah, know you yeah, said it, but yeah. yeah, but
0: it's like official. Like, well, I yeah. guess it's official, unofficial.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it um, when it started out, yeah, it was like um, like a, a hymn and everything. But over why why the, it
0: got to be a hymn for? Why are you assuming it's gender?
1: Oh, literal. Oh, <laughs> missed the point, Gus. Him with an N, right? <laughs> It's a, why is it mankind and not female kind? That's a good question be, though. It
0: should be person kind.
1: I mean yeah, I know <laughs> that's another topic though, but uh, but yeah. So but yeah, over time it became like the black national anthem yeah. due to the fact that it's a you know prayer for faithfulness and freedom,
0: which is funny because going on that song real quick, somebody mm-hmm. had saw, was talking shit last mm-hmm. year. I think it was mm-hmm. on TikTok because somebody sang it at the uh, opening of the Super Bowl. I remember that, and, and they lost their it, shit. Oh, it was yeah. a girl from the Little Mermaid.
1: Oh, um, I know what you're talking about name forgets me at the moment, uh, but ha- yeah. Hallie. Halle Halle Berry no no, I, no, no it's actually, Haley Berry Haley Berry yeah Haley I knew Berry. she had a her name was yeah, similar, yeah. it's
0: Haley Berry yeah. and no, she sang it and people like all up in arms like dude they sing it every year right you know, and then I put clips of Mary Mary singing it yeah. you know Mary 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 oh, Mary is a Christian oh, totally. R&B Mary Mary, group. Yeah. and I'm there were, and there was other groups that had sang it before I was like this ain't nothing new what the fuck is wrong with you they
1: just loved a bitch well
0: yeah, yeah especially man. that well because what happens is the right wing have it ingrained in their head now see CRT CRT they put CRT everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to turn your children black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty
1: much. <laughs> goes, black no, and gay no. <laughs> and
0: trans, right? Because they want your kid to be a black transsexual drag queen, gay.
1: That sounds lit. <laughs> I know, right? Right.
0: That's like the coolest person I'm ever. Saying. it's like Fonzie cool. Of anyway. course, of course,
1: the 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 uh, the, the uh, mayonnaise would be against that. They can they, dress,
0: <laughs> accessorize, and dance.
1: but yeah but yeah that song became like a very important because you know with the imagery that invokes of the biblical as you know right exodus from slavery to the freedom of the promised land
0: well the original hymn yes it it was because being a former uh, disciple of the
1: Almighty, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. I don't know. That sounds very cultish. I know.
0: <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's going to be the topic of a of a new Sue episode. It's going to go. We're going to play a game called Religion or Cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, it, it, and being a former preacher, I guess you could say I was, in mm-hmm. uh, a confused life. It, it was um, it, it was a hymn that was written, yes, it, with the invocation of. Moses helping Mm -hmm. the people out of slavery Mm -hmm. in in Egypt, the you know tribes of Israel. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, now it's yeah, it was during the time of slavery Mm -hmm. and oppression, it became. An anthem for those who were are being oppressed and enslaved. Absolutely, right. yeah, that, totally. Because if you, how, like, if you listen to in, the yeah. words, mm-hmm. there's no way you can't see it that way.
1: Right, right, absolutely. And then the the reading of the works by noted African American writers such as you know Ralph Ellison, Maya Angelou, uh, James Baldwin, and uh, you know, it, like you know, they range from like you know rodeos, street fairs, cookouts, family reunions, parties, historical reenactments. So it's folks like you know, it came from. It became basically like you know people celebrate their own way yeah. much like how with christmas and everything and this is a fun fact that i just found out is that red food and red drinks are traditional during celebrations really including, yeah including red velvet cake strawberry soda because mm-hmm. red um you know red means like um to represent resilience and joy red velvet cake which sounds really good you but... had me at red velvet cake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um but yeah so but yeah that's a june oh and i also want to mention the um, um, the Juneteenth flag because there is actually a flag and wait
0: a flag you say
1: yeah the hell you say yep wow so the uh, description of the flag is you have the star at the center represents Texas because that was pretty much like the genesis grounds of it and the extension of freedom for all African Americans throughout the whole nation the burst like a burst like style around the star represents a nova and the right curve represents a horizon standing for a new era for African Americans uh, the red, white, right, and blue colors represent the American flag, which shows that African Americans and their ens- uh, enslaved ancestors are Americans and the national belief in liberty and justice for all citizens. Right. So, and the flag was um, first, uh, what's it called, uh, designed uh, by, um, well, not designed, but created, like um, was uh, brought to the attention by activist uh, Ben Haith. Uh, he was also known as Boston Ben, and he was a—or um, is, sorry. He's still alive. Um, he's um, an hey, Am active... you killing
0: the guy already? Shit, man.
1: Uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but he's been active in anti kind groups since the 1980s, and he was the one that created the Juneteenth flag, which was further refined by, um, by an illustrator by the name of Lisa J- Janine uh, Graf. And then in 2000, the flag was first hoisted at the Roxbury Heritage State Park in Boston by Haith. Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the Juneteenth flag mm-hmm. was flown at the first time in Boston.
1: I know. The irony, because <laughs> Boston, as you know, is like, no, it's actually, wasn't it proven to be like one of the most racist state Boston cities? Boston
0: has been declared to be one of the most racist cities in the United States area. I'm not making that up. That's just a...
1: Yeah. So imagine. So imagine, like the courage it took Ben to oh. to hoist a Juneteenth flag. I
0: could already see that. Hey, what the fuck is that?
1: Right. <laughs> but yeah, but that's a, that's pretty much a Juneteenth in a um, in a nutshell, and it's a, like I said, like it's, a, it's an underdog uh, holiday, yep. and um, it's a lot of people l- see it as the holiday as un america or unpatriotic. And I, (laughs) Which is hilarious to me because
0: it's actually one of the only holidays that actually celebrates an amendment to the Constitution. I mean, because if you want to look at it and you want to deep dive into it, it's a celebration of the 13th Amendment. Yeah. You know, where it abolished slavery. Mm -hmm. And they they declared it on that day because, yeah, the last 250,000 people that were being enslaved finally got the notice that, Mm -hmm. hey— you ain't a slave no more. You ain't property no more. Mm-hmm. But the simple fact is it's actually a celebration yeah. of the thirteenth amendment in my eyes, because right. they're saying, you know, celebrate your your freedom that, you know, no longer would you be owned by another human being. Mm-hmm. You know? Now we just work for people that yeah. own us like human beings. Right. <laughs> I
1: see the the detractors and everything when they call it un-American, unpatriotic, it's not true because like as you just said and everything. Yeah. But also what like what is more American than freedom? You know what I'm saying? Like they always talk about freedom, this freedom, that about America. So it's this it's, is a
0: ho- it's freedom for certain
1: people, right? So this is a holiday yeah. representing freedom for the for black people, exactly.
0: And the thing is, if people don't realize that if we don't fight for things like Juneteenth and the celebration of all of our differences, mm-hmm. we're gonna be. We're gonna be victims of regression mm-hmm. uh right now. there's a certain candidate that's up on uh thirty thirty two state charges and soon to be up on seven federal charges. Mm-hmm. You know who we're talking about China. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he uh he wants he said if he gets reelected on day one, he's gonna uh sign an executive order that you're you're no longer guaranteed uh American citizenship if you're born here, yeah. If Which you're is so bor- up. if you're born of illegal mm-hmm. uh, or excuse me undocumented uh, immigrants, mm-hmm. you're not a U.S. citizen. Yep. What the fuck is that, dude? That's not freedom. That's regression. Oh, totally,
1: totally.
0: But So that's why I think, in Mm -hmm. my eyes, we have to fight for things like Juneteenth to make it a federal holiday, to make it a bank holiday, Mm -hmm. where we can all recognize the fact that it was a dark time in our country's history, but Mm -hmm. we rose above it. We fought for it. Not everybody fought for it, but we fought for it Mm -hmm. and came out on the other side, I think, better. Because we have... Dude, how many blacks... How many American blacks have... Provided uh, differences in our in our history, you know. Tense. After that, the yeah. dude I can't remember his name right now, but the dude that he was the first one to do a, a uh, bypass surgery or open heart oh, surgery. Oh, it was um
1: yes, I know who you're talking. They about. They made
0: that that kick ass movie with oh uh, but,
1: uh, with um most deaf and yeah. Alan Rick, the late great Alan Rick, made yeah. Something the Lord it, made. I know who you're talking about. Something the Lord made. That yeah. was
0: it. You got guys like Vivian.
1: Him. Oh, Vivian. Uh, Vivian. I think. Let me see.
0: Sorry. So, and the dude that uh, helped. Um, and I think literally he was from Africa. That Will Smith played him in a
1: movie. Oh, the, Concussion. Vivian yeah. Thomas. That was the name. Yeah. He was the uh, first black car, uh, cardiac um, surgeon. And he came
0: up with the open heart surgery.
1: Right, right. But, yeah. like, as you said, like, you know, um, the, um, the person that Will Smith up um, Yeah, played in. Yeah, yeah. bro.
0: The, yeah, he was the first one to recognize. Uh, what is it? CRT? Not uh, CRT. C- CTE. CTE. Yeah. CTE. And the uh, and fun fact, there was actually a former WWF wrestler that helped the funding for that. Oh, Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski, yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, and the man uh, you're talking about that, Will Smith, were portrayed a Bennett Omalu. Yep. Yeah. The, and, dude, uh, the elevator Yeah.
0: by a black man. The, uh, the traffic light, mm-hmm. a black man.
1: Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yep. <laughs> um, what was it? But also um, sports like oh, Jack, with the the ascension of Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson is the reason why we have so many great icons like yep. Michael Jordan, um, Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Yep. Um Ken Griffey Jr. Dude,
0: LeBron can thank guys like Jackie Robinson yeah. that paved the way for people like him?
1: Even um even um Hispanic uh players. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ro- like people Roberto, cal-
0: Roberto Clemente was bro, as dark as Jackie Robinson. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or what what was his name? Um Fernando,
0: Fernando Valenzuela. Yes. He, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, a lot of uh, people of color. Oh, like you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. The
0: only ones that used to be able to play professional baseball or like become big stars in movies that were Latino, mm-hmm. uh, they would change their names and they also looked very European. Yeah. You know, like uh, passing basically. Like yeah, like Miguel Ferrer. Yeah. His father, what? His fucking white.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. He don't look Latino. No. And he is.
1: He looks very waspy, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. I think Charlie looks more Latino than his father does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos Estevez. Carlos. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, his name is Carlos Esteves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only one that kept his name was Emilio. But yep. anyway, we got way off track. Yeah, yeah. But Juneteenth, bro, we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta celebrate it. Not mm-hmm. only by I don't mean holiday like taking the day off, shit like that, but celebrating it as far as like singing the hymns like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh reading the poetry of Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. of uh of God you said his name and I
1: Rock Ellison.
0: Rock Ellison and, it, uh, and uh, James Baldwin. James, James Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Who James Baldwin was one of the most amazing uh mm-hmm. poets. His shit was like way out there. Mm. But Maya Angelou is another Mm. one that she was just amazing. So we have to celebrate it in that way. Mm. Remembering the people who brought shit to our history, Mm. which is a rich history that people like to forget or they want to, like people who want to abolish CRTs because they don't want you to learn that somebody of color made the uh, come up with the elevator yeah you know or did the first open heart surgery they don't mm-hmm. want you to learn that
1: no no, yeah. you know learn it from a movie on your own right right exactly um but yeah no i agree um celebrate juneteenth um look you know read the works of great african-american writers read about the struggle about what made juneteenth a holiday Absolutely. but also um i just want to say i look at juneteenth as like a very multi um what do you call it? Like a very multifaceted uh, holiday. It's a day of remembrance, a mm-hmm. day of mourning, a day of celebration, but it's also the most American holiday ever. It is the epitome of American. It's epitome of a patri- uh, uh, patriotism because it's about freedom. It's about mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's about um, uh, fighting back. But also, this country was built on the backs of slaves. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it goes to the fact that you're saying you're right because it is probably one of the... It should be recognized as one of the most patriotic holidays because if you look at it, mm-hmm. uh, this country was not truly free mm-hmm. until the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. Where, they, uh, where the people who talk about the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution about, you know, we the people who hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. No, they weren't. They, no. They, they made They weren't treated equal right. until Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Until it was recognized that you no longer... Uh, you're no longer property. You are a free person. Mm-hmm. And w- if people who bitch and moan about liberty, America, freedom, mm-hmm. what's more free, what's more liberty than removing the shackles from a whole race of people?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm saying square biz.
0: Yep. Yep. If you if you pray on the Bible and you talk about Moses, you got to talk about. Juneteenth mm-hmm. I mean it go hand in hand absolutely yep let my people go mm-hmm. but anyway with that mm-hmm. we want to thank you guys we want all everybody who listens to us to have a great Juneteenth and remember whether you just make a simple social media post uh, saying something about Juneteenth or if you just put a quote by Maya Angelou mm-hmm. or even put your favorite hymn up there hell fucking record yourself singing it
1: hell share your uh, best like red velvet uh, cake recipe oh red velvet but yeah. before and you do that to, and, say, and send, send it to <laughs> us actually yeah I, just to, I was okay. going to say <laughs> Send that to cur- courtesy <laughs> Minority Report P.O. Now, box. Now I'm just picturing like Al Borling with the, uh, with the, with the address uh, card. Oh, dude.
0: Speaking yeah. of which, we need to get a P.O. Box. Anyway, yeah. so I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, please feel free to leave us comments and anything that you think that we should cover. I appreciate everybody's feedback on the uh, on the Pride episodes, and mm-hmm. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoy this one. Remember every Monday that you can tune in to Make It A Combo, where Jesse Jr. and... Uh, Andy review movies. They got some great movies they're coming up with reviews for currently. And then of course on Wednesdays, tune into Andy's At My slut podcast where she goes over some sexy stories and the sex lives
1: of her listeners. But don't forget, every Friday, what they should do, Jay. Always check out our show, uh, the Minorities Report. And you can check it out on all we're on uh, all available podcasts and everything. So we're talking about Spotify iTunes. Um,
0: what, we got that shit on iTunes? We got that shit on
1: iTunes. <laughs> Just go ahead and go to Podbean and you'll get
0: yeah. all the links to all of the places we're available. Wait, but it's every Friday? Every Friday. Every Friday.
1: Remember every that? What is that? Friday. T-G-I-F. Okay. Friday, Friday, Friday. Where we come on after Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: so yeah, check us out on Fridays. And remember to hit us up on social media at The Minority Support, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and we don't have a Facebook because Facebook
1: is for old people now. It's kind of redundant to have a fan page (laughs) on Facebook, but that's another topic. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Thank you, guys, and we will see you.
1: you've just listened to make it a combo from make it a combo productions executive produced by jesse and jr check us on all our platforms at make it a combo pod and don't forget to follow our other podcasts am
0: i a slut and the minorities report thank you and goodbye